This Euro qualifier and EFL picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100x, that's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SGP. And finally, brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform. For parlays, player props and game lines, download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. Uh, I am in Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Wednesday, the 11th of October, and we are here to handicap some Euro qualifiers, which run from uh, Thursday through till Monday or Tuesday next week. And then we've got some EFL action on Saturday as well. Joining me, he looks particularly furious. We'll have to find out what's wrong with him. Is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Barry, what's the matter with you? There's no fury whatsoever. I'm just here, yeah, ready to go, Malcolm. You sprang, your, your little screen sprang up there and you looked you looked riled up, Barry. I don't know. I'll just go with the bath, Malcolm. Maybe I just look a little okay. bit hot and bothered, maybe. It's like, like you, I like my bath absolutely yeah. boiling. Uh, yes. So I think I'm out of it, sort of uh, sweating. Um, do you get out before you've taken the water out, or do you take the water out and let it drain while you're in it? Yeah, I let it drain about halfway and then get out. Oh, okay, all right. I'll, I'll let it drain fully. I'll lie there without... No... Well, no, there's no dirt. The dirt's gone. Drained away. I'll lie there with knee water. Uh, <laughs> I would put my door in there with no water. Because I need to cool down. You're saying you get too hot. I'll lie there for about 20 minutes to half an hour without any water. I went and lay on the bed with a fan on. <laughs> Doesn't work. Yeah. I'll tell you what, while we're talking about water-based activities, Baz, I've been swimming tonight. What do you think uh, of that? You enjoy that? Can you, tell, can, you, can you say any differences about the, the stone lighter? Do I look athletic? Buff? You look tone? Yeah, you look like you've got gills, but that's just your stupid beard. Well, he was playing football at Hadrian Leisure Centre in Wall's End, and it was for an hour and a half. Pass why the training for an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah, I was furious about that. So before I went, I've never been to Hadrian Leisure Centre, so I googled it, and it said gym and swimming pool. So it cost us eight pound twenty bars, which is a racket. Um, I went in the gym. I didn't have any gear. I went in the gym. I did six kilometres on the bike. Um, burned exactly 100 calories although that'll do don't want to overdo it and then I went in the swimming pool and did about 10 whips 
Well, there was like uh, fat people super aerobics going on at the other end, aqua aerobics. So, yeah, I'm a new man, Barry. What do you think of that? Well done. Good effort. Thank you very much. Um, I've got various other things to report. I am, as we speak, wearing my fat man Samoan uh, soft and silky bamboo underpants. Um, they're very soft, Barry. They're very slippy. Um, but I'm, the, the results of the underpants aren't in yet. Uh, I need to see if they've uh, if they will in time reduce the chafing, but they're very nice. They're very long down to the knee, uh, very soft. I've still been lashing a bit of talcum powder on, you know, just as a bit of a safety net. Um, but yeah, they were good. <laughs> and I've got one other thing to tell you, Baz. Now I don't normally, we don't only do kids say the funniest things stuff because it's generally quite shit crack. No one really cares what your kids say except the grandparents. They're the only people I've discovered. They're the only people who are interested in your kids. No one else is interested. People tell you stories, but don't tell other people about your kids. They don't want to know. The grandparents, that's it. However, we're driving on Monday night along the coast road, coming back from football again. Uh, me and Bob in the van, up by you know the punch bowl, the Cradlewell bypass. There's yeah. the, um, the two cemeteries there, Baz, on either side of the road. And we always do, as a good, as a good dad, I would always do the dad jokes. So we drive past and I would say, Bob, there's people dying to get in there. And he would laugh. And then he would say, oh, yeah, that's the dead centre of Newcastle. And we laugh. So now every time we drive past, we do the same two jokes. Um, now, you know Bob. He's all right, isn't he? He's 11-year-old. He's quite canny. He's not the brightest. But he's very much like me, so I can't really argue with him. He totally gets away with a lot of stuff. He's totally incompetent, but gets a lot away with stuff because he's quite canny. So... He said, uh, he then went a bit serious. He said, oh, so, Dad, is that where Grandad will get buried? I said, no, because it's like a religious thing. I said, we won't bury him. We'll, Grandad will get cremated. He said, what's that? I said, you know the thing with the coffin and the curtains and the, whoosh, the fire and all that. I said, he's just saying, that's it. And then he said, and this is the line, Baz, I don't know where it came from. And then do we eat him? <laughs> what? Why would you eat him? I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know yeah. what part of that process he thought ended up in us eating Grandad. Like, <laughs> absolutely baffling, completely. Um, yeah, so I didn't know what to do with any of that. Um, yeah, funny. Uh, anything to tell us, Baz? On the ground, we haven't got much to handicap tonight, can you tell? Yeah, we can, we'll get stuck into some of that stuff. Um, first of all, shout out to uh, Greg, our Australian friend from Perth, down under. Okay. Um, the very... Kindly updated his four-star review from last week to a five-star. Um, hey! It, it was an iTunes error. It was always meant to be a five-star all along. Um, so glad we pointed that out to him. But he's upgraded to a five, so that's good news. Um, yeah. Also, just let that be a reminder, if you do want a shout-out on the show, all you've got to do is leave us a few words and a five-star review, and I'll throw your name out here as a thank <laughs> you. So, um, everyone should do that, really. Um Less people downloading this week, Malcolm. Um, the last episode Ooh, which we did on Sunday night, which had zero picks in it whatsoever. Um, well, yeah, significant downtick in, in downloads. Um, it makes me think, Malcolm, that people are here for the picks and not just to listen to us rambling on for 45 minutes, which is a bit disappointing, really. I thought it was all about us. Um, but there you go, yeah. Um, well, a so big I, part I, of the problem there, Baz, is my pigs have been dog shit for two weeks. That's true. Yeah. So if they're just coming back. If people are here for the pigs, that's going to be an issue. So <laughs> <laughs> luckily, 
I mean, few. I've picked six absolute belters tonight. Um, we almost so had, had a solo bars show tonight, didn't we? Um, you, yes. you messaged yesterday to say, I'm busy tonight, I'm busy tomorrow night, I've got the kids train. And I, I offered, I said, I can go solo. Um, but you've managed to wangle it and get in. But the people probably would have rather had the solo bars effort because uh, that went well last year. Uh, yeah, solo bars was a thing. Uh, I'll tell you who else has been listening in, Baz. Kev Matthews uh, of the famous the famous Dirty Shoes review that confused all the Americans to uh, to high heaven. Um, I think he's a bit of a regular now because he, he wanted to know, he messaged earlier in the week asking if it was indeed two boxes of celebrations that I had for my birthday on Monday. He wanted to know what the, what the boxes were, so I had to send him a photo. And actually, one was a box of Heroes, Baz, and the other one was a box of those um, blue, those little Lindor ones, the salted caramel ones. They're nice, then. Uh, neither box of which I opened myself and have just been slowly ransacked the rest of the week. The, me, me Heroes, there's about four, like, fudges. There's two, like, two fudges and two double-deckers left. Like, all the good stuff is absolutely good. Uh, but, yeah, cheers. From an email, have you seen this? What's this? Oh, wow. Oreos. 64 boxes, like, things of chocolate. There's (laughs) chocolate fingers. I don't know why we've suddenly got a massive box arrived from Amazon. Oreos, there is some Oreos in there, yeah. We've got all sorts. Helen says she's got them for the kids' packed lunches. Um, They'll not last. They'll be gone within a week. 64 of them will disappear in no time. Yeah, you need to hide them. I know, shocking. Hide them and dish them out quite slowly. Um, so yeah, I think that was my uh, that was my crack of the week. Um, I think the last couple of times we've done internationals in AFL, we haven't done bad baz. Um, I remember. So I was looking around today and looking for either teams that like sort of bad teams that had got themselves in good positions because you do get these bad teams. I'm watching Wales on the telly now, actually on the that weird Welsh channel. Uh, they're playing Gibraltar. They're falling up against Gibraltar. But a few years ago, Wales were at the high point of their cycle when they're traditionally shit. Like Scotland at the minute are doing okay. So I'm looking for teams that have got themselves in a good position that are really fiercely going to want to try and hang on to it. And teams that we got right last time who are sort of little low name brand like Hungary and Austria that got us really good wins. Um, so that's the kind of thing I was looking for. And our AFL picks, you've traditionally done quite well on the AFL picks as well, Baz. So um, I've got three of each. I don't know what you've got. I definitely know one of your bets, Barry, as well, by the way. 100%. Uh, I've got one of your bets. Right, so we'll get stuck into all of that. Um, I'm going to tell you first about, there's a new manscaped um, ad read bars coming up, so this could be an adventure because I haven't really uh, I haven't really proofread it. Underdog Fantasy first. Um, great way to play alongside your favourite football team. Um, all season long. Um, Underdog has introduced Scorchers. So if you go five for five and pick them Scorchers, you'll enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. Uh, and for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. Uh, we've got $100,000 Sundays, continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players win 10 grand each. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Uh, sign up with the promo code SGPN. Underdog, double your bonus. Um, double your first deposit up to $500. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Uh, Manscaped are back. 
Even the first line's ridiculous. Um, so it's Manscaped the back, just in time for Balloween Baz, which is like Halloween, but with a B. Yeah, yeah. We, this is where we're going already with it. Um, to bring you the, it's actually more about your face than your balls. To bring you the cleanest shave ever. Um, this season, no need to toil and trouble. Manscaped's own new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. We've had quite a bit of beer chat lately, Baz. You were sorting yours out. You could do with this. Um, you get a combat design, you get the next-gen skin-safe technology. Uh, the handyman was designed to give you a smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Um, use the code SGP for 20% off plus free shipping. So don't scare people on Halloween with your straggly beard. Uh, use your Manscaped handyman. It's got a cordless trimmer, Baz. It's got a rotary wheel, 20 haircutting lengths. Yikes. 20 different beard lengths all over this. Moonaf could do with this. Um, get 20% in free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code SGP for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself the handyman from Manscaped. <laughs> That's a big effort there. Right, Baz. Um, where do you want to start first? Would you like to start domestically, Barry? Or would you like yeah. to start internationally, Barry? Internationally, nationally because right, i've got, got one from thursday one friday one saturday and then the efl picks are all saturday for me so uh, okay so euro qualifying i mean this is euro 2024 so we must be near the uh must be getting near the vinegar strokes of the of qualifying now games are there's one game tonight which is wales currently falling up against gibraltar and then we've got games yeah thursday friday saturday my first game baz it's Thursday, so I've got a chronological... We'll go chronologically. And I'm going straight to that Spain-Scotland match, Baz. Um, I was trying to dance around looking for value, but I think we need to take on the big the big games and the big stories as well. So, um, Spain are... This is Thursday night, 7.45, so 2.45 Eastern time. Uh, Spain are 1-4, to four, minus 400. The draw is 5-1. to one. Scotland are 9-1. to one. And really, this, the story is Scotland. Um, Scotland have got themselves in a great position uh, to qualify, being kind of starved of success. Made the Euros last time, I think. Um, didn't do very well in it. But they've played 5-1-5 in the group. Um, in the 2-0 home win against Spain, um, if you remember that torrential um, rain conditions, old Scott McTominay scored two. I think he scored uh, just like he did on Saturday for Man United. But that's been the difference maker for them. Um, and they have scored plenty of goals. We took them last time on the handicap away at Cyprus in the obliged with a 3-0 win. They put three past Norway. They beat Georgia 2-0 comfortably. Um, Spain, just a little bit wobbly. They've hammered Cyprus and Georgia, which they should do. Uh, but I just think the way Scotland are playing, you have to give them a chance here. Um, I wouldn't rule out the draw, Barry, at 5-1 to one, if you want to go absolutely wild. Um, but Scotland plus one and a half goals, Barry, is it's pretty much even money. It's 41 to 40, so it's plus one or two. Um, so yeah, if Spain could nick it by one, we get paid out here. Um, but I think uh, Scotland are very, very, very like they've certainly got a goal in them. Um, yeah, Spain winning two one wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, but Scotland are in a good position and they, they will absolutely fight tooth and nail. They're playing well, they've got a little bit of quality in there, which they, they don't often have. Um, but they've also got a really good sort of attitude at the moment. And because they have got something to hold on to in this position, I think it's going to give them a little bit of extra 
a little bit of extra of him. So, yeah, Scotland with a goal and a half head start, Barry, um, just to fanny say over even money. I looked at the game. I wanted to try and make a case for a similar sort of bet, and I just couldn't get there. Um, okay. For me, um, I, I mean, I, didn't, I haven't gone the other way, so I'm certainly not um, putting the dampeners on your bet. I just, I tried, I thought to try and make a case for Scotland, and looking at it, I just, I wasn't confident enough, so I left it alone. So I'm glad you have picked someone in that one. As you say, it is one of the big games um, this week. Um, Thursday for me, I've went to Albania against Czech Republic. Albania are 12 to 5 plus 240. The draw 21 to 10 plus 210 and Czech Republic 13 to 10 plus 130. Albania are top of the group, 10 points from five games. Um, Czech Republic sitting second with eight points from four. Albania are in good form. Uh, they've managed a 1-1 draw in the away leg in the Czech Republic and they beat Poland last time out 2-0. So, uh, it was another one where I thought I toyed with making the case for Albania or even Albania double chance. But I've decided to go into the goals mark and I'm going to take both teams to score. Albania have scored in each of their last five games at home. Both teams to score is hitting the last three Czech Republic games. And the Czech Republic have only failed to score in one of their last nine. Plus money, 11 to 10 um, for both teams to score here. I think it's a really, really good price. Um, so that's the pick for me. Albania versus Czech Republic, both teams to score 11 to 10 plus 110. I absolutely love it, Barry. This was the first game I looked at to try and make a pick because there's a lot of these games that you've got a short price favourite. These were the best looking prices um, before you looked at the team names. Like you see, you've got uh, plus 240, 210 the draw, 130 the checks. Um, so it was obviously something that you could make a case for all three. Now, I, just, I looked at it this afternoon. I didn't make a pick. Um, I've just looked at it again tonight while you were talking. And my immediate, immediate uh, pick was both teams to score. Um, and I couldn't believe the price. Um, yeah. Plus 110. It's like four to six for, for no. Um, yeah, both teams have just been going along, kind of fulfilling that brief. Um, Czech Republic are a little bit on the sort of on the down part of their cycle, really, at the moment. And Albania are always sort of finish third in their group. They're never far away, but they never quite get it done. Um, they they made one use didn't they, a little while ago. I love that pick. Absolutely love it, Baz. Um, I'm going to let you... Right, hang on. Am I, let's check what day shit's going on. Da, da, da. Oh, maybe not. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm going to let you go next, Barry, because the next pick I've got is the next pick that you're going to make from Saturday. Um. You're probably right. You're probably right. It's the Netherlands v France game. No, I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the next pick for me, oh. Netherlands v France. Um, Netherlands 21 to 10 plus 210. France are 5 to 4 plus 125. And the draw 5 to 2 plus 250. France currently topping the group. Five wins from five. They've scored 11, conceded none in their qualifying campaign so far. Netherlands sitting with nine points from their four games, so three wins and just a single defeat. But that defeat being a 4-0 against France in Paris. Um, but Netherlands have also got losses recently in the Nations League. They, they made it to the final four, uh, but they got beat off Croatia, they got beat off Italy. Croatia game was in extra time. Um, so, you know, against good opposition, France, Croatia, Italy in recent times have all gone and beaten the Netherlands. Um, 
And the wins for Netherlands, as I say, three of them, but Greece, Ireland, Gibraltar, doesn't particularly inspire me a huge amount. Now, although France lost in a friendly last month to Germany, they'd won eight of nine competitive games before that. Uh, the only defeat being the World Cup final against Argentina. Uh, and again, that wasn't a defeat in 90 minutes. It obviously went to penalties. So I think France at plus money is just too good here. Um, five to four. Uh, I, I really like France to beat Netherlands. They're just a better team um, in better form. And they'll beat Netherlands in this game and pretty much seal their qualification. France on the money line, five to four to beat the Netherlands, plus 125. Um, it was another game I looked at for the same reasons, Baz, as the, the prices were pretty level. Um, and gun to me head, I would have picked France. Again, I've left it off my card because I think I've got a, a bigger price one here, which I'm stunned you haven't picked, Barry. Uh, oh, actually, it's Saturday, so you might have picked it. Um, but yeah, for, for, if the two, gun to me head, if you give me a, a £50 note and send back one of them to France, absolutely would be where I'm going. Um, I'm going Saturday, so you might have picked this, Barry, um, and it's... Hungary against Serbia. Um, yeah, that game. You, you might yeah. have a different, different pick to me. Um, okay. Maybe, um, maybe not. Maybe not. I'm not Hungary are 13 to 8, uh, plus 162. The draw is 11 to 5, plus 220. Serbia are 17 to 10, um, plus 170. Now, the last international break, Barry handicapped this game. Uh, it was the arse sniffer of the week back then. Um, four to one, Hungary were Baz in Serbia, seventy two. Least, one might have been slightly bigger. Um, they won two one in Serbia. Nothing's changed except Hungary are at home. Um, I didn't go very much deeper into that because he didn't have to. They're only slight favourites this time, which is uh, factored in home advantage and probably. The fact that they went and won um, in Serbia last time out. Hungary don't owe us anything after that win last time. I'm absolutely happy to take them again. For all the reasons we took them last time, they were great in that Nations League against Germany, against England. They smashed England twice, didn't they? But did they put four past us both times? Um, all these yeah. things. Big Germany. Yeah. All the reasons you picked them out last time stand and we're still getting 13 to 8 bars. No reason not to take it. So, yeah, I'll take Hungary, which is a bit of a cheat because I've just stolen it off your last handicap. But, you know, if it's not broke, don't uh, fix it. Yeah, to be fair, I've, I've got the same pick here. I've had uh, quite a short handicap again, similar to yours, not many notes. Hungary, they're unbeaten in eight games now. As you say, some good games in amongst the, the good run of form they've been on. One last time, um, good side, good form. Beat this team five weeks ago and here they are at home at, at 13 to 8. So, for me... I've got that. I would take them out right at thirteen to eight. That that's my pick. Um, but if anyone wants to play it safer, you, you can get just short of even money for them. Draw no bet. Um, it's not where I've gone, but I know some people like the hedge things and uh, nine to ten, sort of minus one ten ish for um, draw no bet is another thing. But yeah, same as you. Team ride hungry to beat Serbia thirteen to eight plus one thirty seven. I think that no, it's okay. bigger, man. It was one six seven, is it? One six two. Something like that. Uh, all right, where have you gone next, Baz? Um, so that's me done for international football, Mark. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I've got one more yeah. from Sunday. Saturday. 
Right, yeah. Um, I've got a game on the Sunday night. The game is, this is one of those with a heavy favourite. Um, and I did get burned last time, Baz. You might remember I took Portugal to not score very many goals. And they won 9-0 <laughs> against Luxembourg. Listen, I'm not going to let that shit put me off. So Sunday night is Romania against Andorra, Barry. Um, so Romania are 1-10, minus 1,000. The draw is at 13 to 2 plus 650. You can get Andorra 22 to 1 if you're interested. Um, so Romania are very, very short here. They've won three and drawn three. Only scored nine goals in six games. It's not very many bars, is it? Um, at home, they've had a 1 1 with Israel. They had a 2 0 over Kosovo um, and a 2 1 over Belarus. Um, in the reverse fixture in Andorra, they won 2 0. Andorra have drawn two and lost four. Now, obviously, Andorra is, I mean, an absolutely tiny nation. Um, they've only ever got one plan, which is just to get everyone behind the ball and uh, defend the bollocks off it. Their worst defeat was a 3-0 in Switzerland. I mean, Switzerland are a decent side, like. Um, and they only just lost at home to Switzerland 2-1. Um, so they've conceded 10 in six. My reading of this is Andorra can hang with Romania a little bit. On the Asian handicap, um, Andorra uh, plus two, plus two and a half. Uh, riddle me that, Barry. Do you get your stake back if they win? If they lose by two? So what have you got? Two and two and a half. Yeah. So if they if if they get beat by two, you would lose half your stake and get half. Lose half your stake. Okay. So you um, need them. You, you, well. No, if they get beat by two, because you've got plus, you would lose, you would get half your stake back and the other half would win, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah? So we're winning, so we're winning on a two-goal defeat here. If it finishes 2-0, half of your bet is a, is a winner, half of it's pushed. Um, that's just odds on, Baz, it's 11-12, to 12, so it's minus 108. But I just thought, I mean, Romania in the past had some good sides, but they haven't at the moment. They might go and win 2-1, they might win 2-0. Um, but it won't, they certainly won't blow them out of the water. It definitely won't finish 9-0, Barry. That would be ridiculous. Um, so we'll take Andorra uh, with a two or a two-and-a-half goal head start on the Asian line, um, which is a price of minus 108. Um, right, OK. We can hit the domestics, Baz. We'll hit the EFL um, in a moment. I'll tell you about Hall of Fame bets, helping you to win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. Sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bets with historical stats and data. The um, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You'll get hit rates broken down by leg, expected probability, um, sorts players by hit rate, all kinds of good stuff um, to sort your parlay out. So you can stop betting in the dark. Join over thirty thousand users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent. Data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start research and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Um, mentioning the NFL, Baz, I think we've got a third shot at the NFL pregame live this week, haven't we? Um, Sunday lunchtime, Sunday at 2 o'clock. Uh, with the last two weeks, we've done the Jags games at Wembley and Tottenham. Uh, this week is the Ravens at the Titans, I think, Barry. Um, I haven't really had a little look around it yet, um, but it's two poor quarterbacks 
Um, so your instinct would be a low-scoring sort of dogfight. But we'll be back live at 2 o'clock on Sunday lunchtime if you want to get involved. And we've done all right, Baz, the last couple of weeks. I think we've uh, we've hit far more things than we've than we've lost. We've done well on the totals. We've had the Jags on the handicap both teams, uh, both uh, both weeks. And you've had plenty of player stuff. So if you're an NFL better, or if you're just going to sit in front of the telly on Sunday afternoon, because there's nothing else to watch, um, come and join us uh, here um, in this channel uh, live from 2 o'clock. We'll knock out a little 25-minute um, player prop. So, EFL, they've got there's four games in League One. There is a full programme in League Two at the weekend. Um, we go on, Baz, you can uh, get us underway. Where, where are you starting? Um, my picks are all in League Two. Okay. Um, and I think they're pretty much all goals related. League Two is just full of goals at the moment. So it was. Yeah, it is. You've been, you've nailed a lot of these in the Discord on a Saturday afternoon, Baz. You've been warm, like in the uh, in the Discord recently. Discord's good. I mean, Lenny and uh, Benedict Arnold in the Discord are all over the AFL stuff. Put loads of picks out yeah. every week. Um, them two are are really really good voices to listen to when it comes to the AFL stuff as well. Um, I mean, it's a good shout for the Discord, really, because there is tons of stuff in there at the moment. Uh, Big Dave, old mate of mine, in there recently, putting a lot of picks in from. Scotland, Germany, all over the place, finding some little value players, some good underdogs he's been putting out lately as well. So keep an eye out because there's loads of stuff in there um, in the Discord channel. Um, first one for me, going to the, what looks to be the the tasty one of, of the round of games is Notts County versus Mansfield. Big local local rivalry round here. Obviously, um, Notts County, yeah. closest team is Notts Forest, but you can't call them Notts Forest, can you? Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Um, but Mansfield's the, the next next best thing, only sort of ten miles up the road. Uh Notts County five to four plus one twenty five, Mansfield at two to one plus two hundred, and the draw five to two plus two fifty. Uh it's an intriguing one. County are sitting top of the league, twenty four points, they scored twenty seven goals in twelve games. And Mansfield are sitting four points behind them in fifth. Mansfield haven't lost a single game all season in any competition. Um, but they are drawn far too many, which is why they sit here unbeaten down in four, uh, fifth place, whereas um, County have lost at least a couple sitting in top of the league. Um, Mansfield have drawn seven of the last 10 in the league uh, and the last five games have all gone under 2.5. Um, but on the flip side of that, not County are just goals, goals, goals every week. Um, over 2.5 hits most weeks. And both teams to score in Notts County games have hit an 11 of the last 12. Um, so, despite the fact that Mansfield form points the other way, um, I'm leaning to the, the, the Notts County side of the form line here. And I think, I just can't say how this game doesn't deliver some goals. The pick for me is over 2.5 and both teams to score to, to get us to a price of 10 to 11, minus 110. Uh, the overs itself was just a little bit too short. Um, but it's a it's a pick that would have hit more often than not in Notts County games this season, um, and they're getting close to evens for it. So yeah, the pick Notts County v Mansfield over two point five goals and both teams to score at ten to eleven. Um, so this game is on my list, Baz, as well, and I pretty much used all the numbers you used, but came I didn't come to a different conclusion. Um, I've got an alternate bet on it. Um, 
I'm not that keen on Mansfield. I mean, you know, like you, there's teams you just don't like. When I first went to college, Baz, and we played for the uh, Crown and Anchor, the I was the goalkeeper. The other goalkeeper in the squad was a Mansfield Town fan, Martin Gospel. And he used to get, he started off, he got the nod over me. He was the number one. And I was on the uh, I was on the bench pass behind Martin Gospel. So then I've had a, every time I see Mansfield Town get beat on a Saturday, I think, yeah, fuck Martin Gospel. Um, so it just the, the two things that stood to me were how many goals not to count you're scoring? Uh 27 and 8. Um, and they've scored 12 at home where they've won four out of four. And Mansfield have drawn three in a row, and but the last two have been nil-nil, so they're not scoring. In like you say, I, not County will score. I can't see Mansfield keeping up with them, was my handicap here. Yeah. Um, I do think Notts County will outscore them. And at that point, and that five to four is a great price. When I looked at this game, I thought Notts County might be 10 to 11 or something like that. I can't believe that their odds are against, and quite considerably odds against. So, yeah, plus money, plus 125. Um, I just think, I don't think Mansfield can keep up with them, but that's it. It's a fairly simple handicap. Um, so yeah, same same lines. We we found the we found the game with just different angles in. So I'll take Notts yeah, County. I mean, I'm up in uh, Newcastle this weekend, but had I not have been given that there's no Premier League, I, I might have been tempted to go down to that one. To be honest, I'm sure it'll be a big crowd yeah. and a good atmosphere um, and fairly reasonably priced tickets. So yeah, if I was around in Nottingham, I'd have probably gone to the game. To be honest, um, you're coming up. You sent me a little thing this afternoon. You said your kid's having a party and you are uh, in charge of the catering, Baz, and you sent me a little menu of all oh, the stuff yeah. you're knocking out. Do you want to tell the people what's on the menu? Because uh, oh, it yes. sounded incredible. Yeah, so um, my brother's having a um, place for a recreational ice hockey team and they have the end of season due at his house because, as you know, my brother's got a sizable bar in the house where we have our Super Bowl party every year. Yeah. Um, so... He's got about 30 people around, players and partners, and he asked me if I'd help out with uh, the catering for it. So I've, I've put together a barbecue menu. I'm going to do uh, chicken kebabs on the rotisserie in wraps with salad. As a little bit of a starter, as people arrive, they'll just have a little sort of chicken wrap. Then they'll do their presentations. And while all that's going on, I'll be prepping the, uh, the pulled pork, which will have been smoked for 16 hours, Malcolm. So I've got a massive eight kilogram pork shoulder or a pork butt as they would call it over in the states um so pork butt with slaw bread rolls uh, bratwurst sausages uh, german sausages with all the sauerkraut mustard crispy onions all of that we've got nachos with hot cheese sauce fries um all of that so yeah they're in for a treat the ice hockey lads are going to get spoiled rotten like they are in for a treat i've okay. I've kind of demanded a little delivery. You said I might just have to gate crash, like, but if uh, yeah, just turn, I just do a drive by. But if I do a drive by Jamie's back gate, you can run out with a tin foil package full of stuff, can't you? No problem. Save us making some tea. Um, I've got one pick in uh, League One here, Baz. Um, the game is Cambridge United uh, against Shrewsbury, uh, Shrewsbury Town. Cambridge are even money. Draw is twelve to five plus three forty. Shrewsbury eleven to four. Plus two seventy-five. This is quite a chalky play, Baz. But the, um, in fact, it's not because I changed it. What I wanted was quite chalky. The under two and a half goals is seven to ten. Is minus one forty-two. And um, Cambridge are fifteenth, but out of form. They've only scored once in the last three. 
Uh, Shrewsbury won last weekend. Um, was their first win in six, and they won one nil against Northampton. They've only scored five goals this season, Shrewsbury Town. Um, so both teams to score no is hit in one hundred percent of their games, Barry. One hundred percent of the games. That's all the games, Baz. All the game. There's no more games than all of those games. Uh, both teams to score no this oh, weekend. Wait, so I'm going to take the under two and a half. Which team is it? Shrewsbury Town. Are you, you, you were shaking your head then like you didn't believe me, weren't you? No, no, not at all. I wonder... Well, I, what are you I, checking now? What are you doing on your phone now? I, I couldn't... I wasn't listening to who your teams were. Um, <laughs> and, and if you told us the best was including Cheltenham, who have only scored one goal all season, yeah. which was last week, I thought you were going to tell us it involved them. And I think that, that was pretty obvious there's been both teams to score no. I didn't realise until last week that they hadn't scored. Well, I can't believe that never made it onto the show, Baz, in any capacity. Yeah, I, 12 picked, games. I picked it up last week because I took the other side of it. Who were they playing against last week? It was um, Derby. The Drew got a draw as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they got a... <laughs> uh, let, let me down. Um, That'll be the Forest yeah, fans. One, one goal in 20, but... But you're right, Shrewsbury are, are a similar side. Five five goals, I think, in their 11 games. I say I think. I've got the league table in front of me, which is precisely why I think it. I think Cheltenham were not. Cheltenham, one of my picks to get relegated, uh, which have only scored one goal. I would suggest is in good shape. Both teams to score no. Nine to ten, Baz. Minus one, one, one. Cambridge against Shrewsbury. Um, right. Back into League Two, Barry, what you got? Back into League Two. Next one for me. It's another one where I like the goals here. And it's Crew versus Tranmere. Crew, the highest scoring team in the division, 28 goals in 12. But they've also conceded 21. Uh, over 2.5 goals has hit in six of the last seven league games for Crew, And it's also hit in eight of the last 12, uh, or, or eight of the 12 league games for Tranmere this season. So hitting well over 50% of the time for both of these teams. It's a little bit juiced at um, 8 to 11 for over 2.5 goals. So I went a slightly different angle, and that's the Crew team total. 11 of 12 league games this season, Crew have scored two or more. In fact, I think it was only last week that they didn't. Um, is that right? Let's have a quick look. No, they did last. They, they, they scored a couple against Salford, got beat, um, but they did score two. So yeah, 11 of 12 games they've hit this uh, this line, scoring two or more. So the pick for me is Crew to score two or more against Tranmere at four to five, minus one twenty-five. Nice. But I'm going to have a little dabble on the over two point five uh, team total at three to one as well. Uh, so yeah, t- Crew team total over one point five and over two point five. Um, you using the word juice then in a sentence, Baz, reminded me that um, in the pub last week before the match, Simmers said parley just in a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Everyone just went, whoa, sorry. Who are you? Simmers is the most Geordie man you can meet. He can barely speak English, Simmers can. And uh, he's squeezing American words in now. Because Kramer asked us when he started this show, Kramer asked us to make a British football show. Uh, and I know we sort of switched the jargon around a little bit. But yeah, Simmers was like, yeah, I've got a three-team parley on fucking Etienne, <laughs> whoever it was. Actually, <laughs> he got a little bit for that. the bits along with us into uh, American parley. You've got to ask Simmers why he uh, he keeps on following us on Twitter. So if you noticed, every every week or so, it'll tell you Paul Simpson has followed you 
on Twitter. All right, okay. I don't know. That obviously means he must have unfollowed us to need to follow <laughs> us again. I don't know if it's every time he hits a loser, he unfollows us, and then and then he calms down and and forgives us and and gets back involved. Like, but oh, I don't sure know. Paul Simpson has followed us about four times in the last month or so. Yeah, well, we find out. He'll, uh, he'll listen to this tomorrow and get in touch with me. Um, watching the Wales game, Baz, we mentioned last week, footballers who definitely should play for Rangers or Celtic. And there's one here, Dan James, playing yeah, for Wales. Yeah, he, like Celtic. You can, it's funny. I, did he go to Swansea or something? He scored at the weekend, didn't he? Did he where where, where is he? Oh, is he at Leeds? Yes. Yeah, so he was Swansea then, Man United, wasn't he? There now back at Leeds. Well, he definitely should play for Celtic. Like I don't know why I can always see them in one or the other. It's not either or. I can def- I definitely know which one of the old firm they should play for. But yeah, Dan James can make make his way onto this list. Um, I've got some goals here, Bas, as well. League two goals. I've stolen your angle in. Game is Doncaster Rovers against Sutton United. On the face of it, uh, is a bit of a bum fight, like. Uh, Doncaster aren't great uh, they're down the bottom reaches of the league they have won the last two home games and they've scored twice in the process of that Sutton United are bottom are they bottom can they be above Cheltenham that's incredible they're below Cheltenham well because well, Cheltenham are in division league one oh, division, they're in league one yeah so they are quite a long way below them yeah um, <laughs> they, they got the first uh, win last week they beat Walsall 4-0 didn't have a win all season. They're knocked out of 4-0. Um, and they have sort flashes of stuff. They scored three in... This might even have been that last mad break, Baz, when they, uh, Swindon beat them 5-3. Um, that yeah. was the game where everyone was up the ladder in the Discord channel. Um, they lost 4-1 at Accrington. They lost 3-1 at Newport. So it's kind of counterintuitive here because you're expecting these teams down the bottom uh, for it to be quite cagey. But I can see some goals here. Over two and a half is 4-5. Minus one twenty. The over three and a half is two to one, and the over four and a half is nine to two. And I think Sutton can uh, score a couple of goals as well. Sutton team total over one and a half is seven to four plus one seventy five. Baz, um, yeah. So that was my final play. Goals, goals, goals in Doncaster versus Sutton United. Um, yeah, there's a couple of you got anything else? battles because they've got Forest Green, Colchester, who are playing at the weekend as well. So they are. Fourth from bottom and bottom, so yeah, okay. four and bottom five playing each other this weekend. So I, I looked at those games and ended up coming away without picking them. But as you say, yeah. it could be it could be good games to get involved in. And, and as I say, every one of my picks it revolves around goals because League Two is just full of them. I think the other the other week Benedict in the Discord had asked, he said it would be great if you could get a ladder of total goals in the division. Um, obviously over there you couldn't, but on Skybet here you could. And the line was around. 36 or 38 for even money. Um, Finished with 47 goals that Saturday. You'd you'd have got up to 20. I didn't back it, but you'd have got up to about 20 to 1 for over 46 because you could sort of incrementally go up. So, yeah, it would have been lovely, that one, but um, just shows that there are lots of goals. So, the the final one for me is um, Stockport v... I haven't even wrote down who they're playing. Harrogate. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's another team total bet, but it's Stockport. Uh, they've won seven in a row. They've scored two or more in eight of their last nine fixtures. They've scored three or more in four of those nine. 
Um, this one's very much based on the Stockport form. I'm well aware Harrogate aren't shipping loads of goals, just 13 in 12 games. But they have just conceded five against Accrington in the Cup last week. And they've only got one clean sheet in the last 10 games in all competitions. Um, so the pick for me is another team's total. It's Stockport team total, over 1.5 at 4-5. to five. As I say, they've done this in eight of the last nine, and you're getting just under even money. Um, so, yeah, that's the, the final pick for me, Stockport, to score two or more against Harrogate. Four to five, minus 125. Yeah, Harrogate, I've, I've featured in the show four or five times, and I've n- never got them right, so I steered well clear of Harrogate, because, um, like I say, I've got a, I've got a mate who worked there. Uh, and, yeah, I've had a few, a few angles in, and it's never, ever... Um, come off me Harrogate Town so yeah we're Stockport we're absolutely flying um, we've got a new name in the chat um, I don't know how to pronounce it Isk I-Z-Z-K Isaac Isaac maybe uh, he's saying hello anyway first time jumping in little thumbs up so thank you very much we do appreciate it uh, yeah come back throw some bets out if you've got them um, I'm done Baz picks you got anything anything left no that's it for me From for, for picks as I say Definitely worth getting in the Discord if you're not already. You can always find the links to that in our profile. If you look at our profile on Twitter or YouTube, um, wherever you find us, there'll be a link tree link, which will have the links to everything, um, Apple, Spotify. But it's got the Discord in there as well. Um, check us out there because there'll undoubtedly be more stuff that will come up over the weekend, particularly in the AFL. I'll probably pick up a few other things. Um, TikTok lives have been good, Malcolm. I had loads of people yes. getting involved last week. Um, lots of people who listen to the podcast and getting stuck in, um, but a lot of people who who don't and have started sort of following us as a result. So keep an eye out for those. I probably won't bother this weekend because I'm busy and there's no Premier League. But every time there's a Premier League weekend, um, I plan to try and do that TikTok live an hour before the first game. Serial jumped in last week and got involved a bit. Um, but it's been good fun. Um, so if you're not following me on TikTok again, follow that um, link tree link and, and get involved in there if TikTok is your thing. It's very new to me, um, but the live stuff's been good, getting lots of people chatting and putting their picks in and just a little, uh, a nice way to spend an hour before the games kick off on a Saturday. Very much like mm-hmm. our sort of pre-game show, Malcolm, that we're doing. Very much the like the pre-game show. Uh, uh, yeah, you can tell me I need to set up a TikTok account, but I'm not sure I've got it in me, Baz. Like I say, all I know is Betty keeps coming down and saying, Dad, Barry's on TikTok again. Furious with you for some reason. Um, so in the Discord channel, I know I'm, uh, once the baseball season finishes, I will be much more active in there. Um, we've got the uh, baseball playoffs going on. Uh, what's Isaac throwing out here? Uh, Leverkusen, one and a half team goals. One and a half first half. Yeah, um, oh, oh, just a general system play. Is the Leverkusen early goals for Isaac? Because obviously they'll be in the breaking Germany this week. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, system play on Leverkusen first half goals. Love it. Um, right, okay. Well, thank you very much, Baz. Um, that was good. Um, I do feel quite confident about these picks, which is normally a bad sign. So uh steer clear. Things oh, of no will one more thing. Yes, one. Um, I had another nomination for the tit list this week. Oh, did you? Um, for, yeah. Curtis has messaged actually while we've been recording. He wants to, he's determined to get some of these referees on. <laughs> he wants Howard Webb this time. He's I, I, I don't know what Howard Webb's done this time because I haven't watched the latest instalment. Maybe it's on that mic'd up bollocks, isn't it, on the telly? Yeah, I have Where watched he just, it yet. He turns up and just says anything he wants. But there is, he apparently um, said Michael Oliver didn't send him off because he, he would have spoiled the game. 
Well, that's not really up to Michael Oliver. I mean, that, is that it? cost you a 25 to 1 bet as well. It did cost me a 25 to 1. I wasn't the only one as well. But... The first one could easily have been a red, and the second one was definitely a yellow. Um, no, another so one. Right, I'm, turning, I'm turning my page to the tit list just in case it's got to go on. Well, I'm, I'm not convinced, and there's a reason why it doesn't bother me so much. Um, it was Aaron, who's a regular listener. He's in the Discord, he's on the Twitter, and uh, a Newcastle fan. And it was when the England team was announced, Lingen squad was announced. He asked if Gareth Southgate's getting on there. Now, I think what he's getting at is the, the lack oh, okay. of interest in um, players at Newcastle, likes of Sean Longstaff, Anthony Gordon, um, and possibly Dan Byrne, given that there isn't a single left-back in the England squad. Um, and there is a, a good left-back playing good football at the moment. So I think that was what he was getting at. Now, for me... As you know, I couldn't give a shit about England half the time. That's yes, exactly uh, my and thoughts I'm very, on that. Yeah. I, I'm okay with Newcastle players having a rest this week um, yep. and getting a few players back fit. So it didn't bother me massively, though I think there's a very good argument that Anthony Gordon should be in there. And if Calvin Phillips can get in there, Sean Longstaff should be in the mix somewhere. Does it surprise me that they're not? Absolutely not, because it's Gareth Southgate and it's what we come to expect. So I, I didn't uh, think of him for the tit list simply because he hasn't done anything that anybody expected him not to do. He's done nothing different to what he always does. Um, don't know what your thoughts are. You know, to... Same as you. Like, when you were trying to explain to me there, I just didn't care. Like yeah. I, I don't think Gareth Southgate's a tit either. He's all right. He's probably... He seems like a nice fella. Uh, so, yeah, there's nothing he does that unduly angers me. Because, like I say, I'm not bothered either way. Um, talking about managers, Baz, uh, harking back to the swimming pool earlier on, the um, the fat old lady aerobics, 75% of the women looked like Steve Bruce that were doing that up there. I was proper laughing at myself in between wits when I was having a little 10-second breather. I was spotting all the Steve Bruce's like it was great. It would have been a great, like, Little like a where's Wally situation. If you're, you're not really allowed to take photos in the swimming baths, that's a quick way to get put on some sort of register. But if I could have got you the uh, spot the Steve Bruce in there, it would have made a really good game. Like, sure, I might have a go next week from the balcony. Sorry, so on, the sub- on the subject of managers and uh, former Birmingham City managers, including Steve oh, Bruce, yeah, um, Wayne Rooney to Birmingham. So you've got a feel for John Eustace, who's yeah, turned Birmingham round, started badly. Turned them around, got them on a really good run of form, won a massive game for them last week against West Brom, big local derby, and then gets the bullet on Monday just so that Birmingham can bring Wayne Rooney in. Um, absolutely bizarre, that, isn't it? Well, I heard on Sky Sports today, and I didn't know what this meant, the reporter said, the owners of Birmingham City are very image conscious. That was apparently, well, what the fuck does that mean? Is Rooney and good I- for your image, or...? I don't know. I can't get away from the fact his hair looks ridiculous. I can't form any other opinions on him. Because we've talked about this. He's had the transplanted thing. And I think baldy people, Baz, think that there's two types of people. There's bald people and there's people with hair. But there isn't. There's three types. There's bald people, there's people with hair, and then there's people with that type of hair. And it doesn't put you back into my category. If if you got yours done, you wouldn't come, you wouldn't come over with me and the rest of the hairy people. You go into that category with the people whose hair looks like they've just sellotaped two shredded wheat on the head. It looks ridiculous. And ever since then, I can't really... Anything Wayne Rooney does is always secondary to the hair thing. So. 
Oh, it's, that's it's an interesting take on it. <laughs> it's not. It's a, it's a fact. It's science. You were uh, you ever considered that, Buzz? What the hair transplant? <laughs> you look oh, beautiful. Uh, my um, <laughs> my hair gets uh, a lot of discussion in the house at the moment. The kids are always asking, "What would my hair look like if I grew it?" Yeah. Or um, but Sophie asked. It was only really yesterday, actually. Sophie asked how old I was when I lost my hair. Um, and then about two, just, two like, you? It, something like that. I said it would have been sort of maybe twenty three, twenty four, and she just laughed like you just laughed. Um, she thinks it's hilarious. It's like, well, why? Why have you lost your hair when you are so young, and, and other people have shit hair like Malcolm? Sorry, uh, what? I'm quite happy having no hair. What in mind about like a shampoo advert here, Barry? Well, I don't feel like. Now you've mentioned the hair. That it's been a discussion tonight. Um, Chloe <laughs> asked. Helen, so Chloe's the eldest daughter. She asked Helen how much she would accept to shave her hair off. She says, right. your hair will grow back, but you're not allowed to wear a wig in the interim period, so you have oh, to okay. just deal with it. Um, and Helen said she'd turn down like half a million pound. No way. I was like, don't be ridiculous. I said, I'd shave your head for 100 quid. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to yeah. say 80 quid. That was my Chloe, guess. Chloe said she wouldn't wouldn't do it for a million. I said, well, "Are you kidding me? What are you doing?" I said, "If I offered you ten grand to shave your hair, you'd take it." She wouldn't. She said you'd get bullied at school. I was like, "So what? You've got a well, a million pound? You tell me you would turn down?" So yeah, that was another hair based discussion tonight. This is literally an hour ago we were talking about this in the house. Um, but yeah, the girls in the house wouldn't have it. They're not taking any money to get rid of their hair. Unbelievable. Uh, Serial's got a remarkable head of hair. I don't know about the. I don't know about everybody else. Captain Sano sounds bald, doesn't he? Do you think? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> no, I just tried to offend someone before we that's before what, we finish. You met Captain Insano over in Vegas, but obviously not. I didn't know. Uh, no, I've seen photos of him when uh, they had a little golf day out. There was yeah, some photos, and the boys all got together. I can't remember. I think he had a golf hat on though, so I uh, can't say one way or the other. I right, think I well saw done, that photo And the only one I knew was Serial, and I didn't know. Yeah, we recognised and which one was insane. Who I didn't know who was who. Yeah, um, are we coming back on Sunday night to do some more international stuff? Is that we'll what we'll do back on Sunday night, and we'll do something, probably more international stuff. That's what um, we'll do. Something we'll do something on routine. Sunday night, Barthes. You've got to keep the routine because the algorithm likes a routine. If you come back every Sunday and every Wednesday. The algorithms love that. So, Do they? Yeah. We've got to, you've got to keep doing it. Whether there's something to talk about or not, um, you've got to keep right. your routine up. So there. You've got to remain consistent, Barry. That's what Kramer says. Yeah. Anyway, enough uh, production chat in the middle of the show. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. That was fun. We've managed to drag absolutely fuck all out for 56 minutes, which is quite a good effort. Um, yeah. Um, enjoy the baseball. Make some bets. Phillies runs tonight, Baz. Starts in 10 minutes, Barry. Uh, nice watching time. So get on the Phillies runs. Go up the ladder. Over four and a half, five and a half, six and a half. Uh, NFL Live on Sunday. Back on Sunday night. Loads of international winners. Uh, good luck with your bets. Thanks, everyone, in the chat. Like, rate, review. Um, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>